Hi everyone, I'm Tarasha. Welcome to the Tarasha Show. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the writer strike and the actor strike. We're also going to be talking about what happened in Montgomery, Alabama, with the boat brawl, and we're also going to be talking about um, slavery uh, in general because there was a statement that came out from Ron DeSantis about. Slavery was beneficial to black people. So I wanted to talk about that also. Um, I hope everyone is having a good day. Hi, everyone. So let's talk about the writer's strike and the actor's strike. I'm sitting here and I'm going back and forth with a conversation I'm having in my head. Yes, I have conversations in my head. Um, now, I just seen now the writer's strike has been going on for three months the SAG after, which is the uh, actor strike, been going on for a couple weeks now, right? Now, um, writers, the writer strike, they're now in negotiations with the studios, okay? Now, what gets on, with what I'm having a conversation about in my my head is you have a certain actor. Not gonna say his name, but you have a certain actor saying that movies are gar- some of these movies that have been coming out are garbage, and then the fact that for him to say that is kind of I'm looking at you side eye. The reason why I'm looking at you side eye is because the last couple of weeks you you haven't been really saying stuff people been agreeing with, okay. Now, him personally, he he's sitting up there about the studios making movies that are garbage and stuff like that. But you were in a movie recently that was not that great. <laughs> okay? It was just not that great. Now, these streaming, which is the whole big thing that why there's a writer strike and an actor strike going on, is because you have all of these streamings like Netflix, Peacock, you have Apple, you have Paramount, you have Disney Plus, you have all of these streamings, you have HBO Max, you have all Max, you have all these streamings, right? They have the money for all these shows and TV movies and stuff coming out almost every couple of months, right? But you don't have enough money to pay your writers or your actors. And give them residuals in their work, okay? Now, a lot of people have been talking about Netflix saying that, you know, they don't really give residuals and stuff. And then I seen the dad from um, Lizzie McGuire, like, maybe a week ago. He also was in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. He played, his name's Robert. I can't, I can't pronounce his last name, but he was the lead in that. He came out and posted his check and it said zero dollars. Then since I've seen that, I've seen multiple actors, background actors, or just actors in general that we know, 11 cent, 19 cent. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, what the heck is going on? Okay. You see all these writers and stuff and they write all these shows and they they rewrite stuff and they do all these things, the shows that we love and care about and they're not getting paid. And then I'm going to say this also. The one thing that irritates me the most 
is that you have someone like Steve Lamell coming out and saying that he supports his union, but he doesn't support striking. To me, that's kind of stupid to say. The reason why I say that is because a lot of people, and to be honest, when I was on my other social media and I was talking about what he said, and I was in other people's videos and stuff, and they were uh, the people underneath the comment section. A lot of people were like, "Who, who, who is he? He is from Arrow, okay? He's from he uh he was in sh- short lived in uh in Vampire Diaries, okay? Now he he, he ha- why would you have the nerve to say that? And he double that's what gets on my nerve. He doubled down on it. He made he posted a whole, a, a long apology on Facebook. And then he was on TMZ. He doubled down on it. And then, cause a lot of people don't, a lot of people, um, there was, I believe 80, 98% people voted for the strike. There was 2% of people that voted against it. Apparently he was one of those people because he said it. Okay. My thing is, some stuff shouldn't be said. Maybe you should just zip it, you know? And then, a couple days ago, which I made a video about, a couple days ago, he was seen on the picking line. And you telling me a week ago, you were saying all that stuff? What the heck? Like I said in my video, his, his someone must have talked to him, probably his manager, <laughs> Uh, or his his PR people probably told him, "Hey, you need to shut up <laughs> because you you're you're basically ruining your career, basically." And he said this. At, I believe he said this at a. I don't know if it was WonderCon or I know it was some type of con. I know that. Okay. Sometimes you just need to be quiet. I understand people voice their opinions, but what he said just didn't make any sense. Okay? I support my union, but I don't support striking. Come on. And then, maybe a couple days after he said that, it got posted that Arrow, the people from Arrow, um, was doing an event for, you know, for for the picket line and stuff like that. Because a lot of people that he worked with in Arrow, uh didn't come to his defense, okay? Because like I said in my video, a lot of people, you sit there and say you you support your union, but you don't support striking. First of all, a lot of people that you probably have worked with can't meet the requirement for health insurance, okay? You probably can, okay? Um, But they can't, okay? So that's why they are striking, Okay, because the moment I seen that story is the moment I decide, hey, I'm going to voice my opinion about it because it just don't make no sense. It just don't. It don't make no sense. You know, sometimes everything shouldn't be said. Sometimes things need to be left alone sometimes, especially, you know, if it's you have to make the conscious decision. Well, is this going to hurt my career? And hopefully it don't. Stephen Lamell, hopefully you don't, but you never know, you know, you know, and with SAG after, you know, and with the writer's strike, like I said, the writers are in negotiations. 
Hopefully we hear something about that this this week. But because they went back to negotiation last week, I believe last Friday. But this week, we haven't heard anything. Hopefully we hear something. Because all I've been saying, give them a fair deal. That's all they want. All they want is a fair deal. And uh, the writer's strike have said that if they get a fair deal for, uh, from the studios and the APMPT, I say it wrong all the time, but if they get a fair deal from them and uh, they still they said they'll still be in solidarity and still strike with uh, SAG-AFTRA, okay, until they get a fair deal. Because both of them, both unions need to get a fair deal. And people, I know I've been seeing a lot of people's comments and stuff like that underneath my videos and underneath uh, other people's videos saying, why should we care? You should care. Because if you're going to sit up there and talk about movies and TV shows, just like I do, you should care about the writers and the directors. Now the directors already made their deal. Okay. I don't know if I ever said that, but they did make their deal. Okay. So hopefully in the next couple weeks or a month or so, this gets resolved, okay? Because the writers have been striking for 100 days, actually a little past 100 days, okay? And it just needs to get resolved. If you want to see your favorite movie that you've been waiting for the last couple of years, you, you, be, you better care about this because, you know, as a person that do care about movies and TV shows, you know, I absolutely care. I've been trying to pay attention as carefully as I can because I'm not going to sit up here and say something that it hasn't, you know, that I don't know about. OK, so I've been looking at stuff, making sure if I do say something about it, I'm saying it carefully and stuff like that, because I also been seeing a lot of people on my other platform, my other social media. And there are people that are, are part of uh, the writer's strike and part of SAG after, and that's where I get get most of my information from because I I pay attention to that or I just pay attention to them because they're in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I want to be part of the entertainment business, but you know that's why I haven't talked about any movies or TV shows or any made any content about it because yes, I had some stuff like backlogged for certain movies and stuff like that I wanted to talk about or YouTube videos that I wanted to talk about. So I I backlogged them until everything gets resolved. I'm not posting anything. So that's what I did. But like, and a lot of other people have done now, let's talk about this because you can't not talk about it without talking about the writer strike and the actor strike. A, a lot of people don't know what Scott, uh, uh, um, Scalping is Skyping, whatever you want to call it. You you're not supposed to be taking a job while the writers and the actors are on um on a scab. That's what it is, a scab. You're not supposed to be taking any new offers or anything like that while the writers and the actors are on strike because you will be labeled as a scab. Okay, and certain people have already gotten trouble because of it. Okay. And, and the crazy thing about this, the studios, see, both unions are on strike, so they instantly going to go to influencers and stuff because they can't use the, the actors and stuff like that. Because what some of the rules is when the actors are on strike and the writers are on strike, 
they cannot do no promotion or nothing of any of their work. No going to events, no nothing like that. No red carpet events or anything, nothing. Until this gets resolved. So that's that's the that's the thing. I just wanted to talk about that because it's it's important. It really is. So I hope everyone's having a good day. Hi everyone. So let's talk about the Montgomery, Alabama boat fight, which I've I've never seen anything like that in the day of my life. And now I have. Now by now everybody should know about it because there's videos about it. There's 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 so many things going on with that right now. Um before I even hopped on here, I do know um, I believe three of the men have turned themselves in. I do know that the the black the the black man with the with the uh with the chair, which was the most like cinematic thing I've ever seen. It was <laughs> it, it, it that whole thing was just just crazy. But I do know that the the. The cops did want to talk to him, but three of the men, the white, three of the white men, they did, they did, I believe they did turn themselves in. Um, now in the beginning of when I was watching the videos, I knew that something was going to pop off the moment that, that co, uh, uh, co-captain threw his hat up in the air. Okay. I just knew I had a feeling that's just, you know. But those white people thought that they could hit this man, the co-captain, and get away with it with no consequences. And now they're they're they have consequences. Okay. Um, and then I did see someone on social media talking about, well, are they racist white folks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they racist white folks. I already knew that. The moment that they decided to hit that man, I already knew. You know why I knew? Because, because the way they were acting and the, just the way they just came at it, this man simply told them to move their boat. That's what they told the, told them to do. He told him, that co-captain told him to move their boat and they refused to for the other boat to come in to, you know, let the people off or whatever. And they were watching the whole situation going down because most of the videos that were coming for was from that boat that they were seeing. Even that young man, he swam to that fight. He was 16, by the way, which I didn't know until like maybe a couple hours into when when it was getting really big on on the Internet. Um, but his mom raised him right, okay? Then the man with the chair. I don't feel, the, people are asking people on social media, do you feel sorry for the lady that got hit? No, not really. I don't, actually, not at all. I don't, I don't feel sorry. I don't feel sorry for a bunch, a bunch of people. They, that man told them to, to, part, to move their boat. And then they want to hit somebody. This is the crazy thing. I'm going to say this. If you're in my face and I simply tell you something and I'm doing my job and you hit me, all bets are off. It's it's simple. It is very simple. Okay. 
Like I said, when that man threw that hat, that was the signal. Everybody's calling it the bad signal now, <laughs> which is hilarious. But, but it is, it's, it, people think it's, it's, this could have been avoided. It could have been avoided. It, those people were, were, were in the right frame of mind. They were in the right frame of mind. They know exactly what they were doing. Okay, they know exactly what they're doing. Now, the memes that are coming out of this are hilarious, okay? And this is how I know that the moment that man threw his hat, the black folks around him had his back, okay? Because they were seeing it from the jump, okay? Now you have a whole bunch of racist people in people's comments and stuff talking about defending defending that family you can defend them all you want okay that tells me a lot about you and a lot about that family now that family the that white family has a market or something like a restaurant a restaurant or something like that to my understanding now um to my understanding they were in the comments on a social media platform <laughs> And saying racist stuff. Okay, that tells me a lot right there. And then I seen some photos on social media of that uh, family. I don't know if they were, I don't know. But they were talking about we had a great day at the beach. I bet you you did. <laughs> Another great day at the beach. I bet you did. On the, I bet you did have a great day. Because most of y'all had to turn y'all selves in. Three of the three of the men. That's what I seen. I think I thought there were four of them, but maybe I don't know. But I will talk more about it because I'll read more about it. But I mean, I've been on all my other social media platforms talking about it, and I got one comment. One I seen one of the comments underneath my thing talking about why am I laughing? First of all. The reason why I was laughing, actually, I wasn't laughing towards the video. I was laughing towards um, a, a meme that this young, this young, this couple was doing. Uh, but I was not laughing at the thing. Now, what I initially said from the videos that I seen is that I'd never seen anything like this before. All you seen was a man throwing up his hat, a young man swimming to the boat, and a, and a, a man uh, hitting, um, uh, defending himself with a with a folding chair. And then come to find out, this is how you do your research, right? The folding chair was created by a black man. <laughs> okay? I believe his name was Nathaniel, I believe. Okay? I was like, I never knew that. That I know there's a lot of black inventors, but I thought I already knew all the uh, all the black inventors. Come to find out, I didn't because I didn't know that a black man created like the format of a folding chair. Didn't know, did not know that. A lot of this is a crazy thing because my mom pointed out that this to me. Oh, you know how they're trying to get rid of like black history, teaching it to kids and stuff like that. Can can you imagine if you we if if we lived in a world with you know 
white racist white folks are trying to to erase our history, trying to erase like not even teaching black history to kids. You know, if you if you go to certain states, you know what I'm saying? It would not be a like really good world without black people in this world. But they're trying to erase our history. Most if you look up black inventors, there's a lot of stuff that we use daily and you see daily that black people invented. Okay? But if racist white folks uh would have got their way, because they're not gonna get their way. Um they use stuff that black people people invented. So if I was them, I would just shit my mouth. But you know, they're gonna keep on talking. That's just how how they how they roll, you know what I'm saying? That's exactly how they roll. You believe me, I I come across uh racist people, not all the time, but I come across them. And their logic of thinking is so shattered, it's crazy because that's what they were taught, okay? That's what they were taught, to be so cruel and hateful towards another race, okay? Um, It's wrong because we all know, kind of changing the subject just a little bit, um, we all know that you know what's happening in Florida and what they're what they're doing and trying to change the 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 um the curriculum of black history and stuff i will talk about that in the next like next um segment after this but i wanted to talk about the Montgomery Alabama brawl never seen anything like that but i wanted to put my opinion on it i hope everyone's having a good day Hi, everyone. So let's talk about um, Florida just for a moment and about what I've been hearing the last couple of weeks of, you know, they don't want to teach their kids. Uh, I think it's Black History AP, you know, Black History teaching, you know, children about Black History, which I believe it's crucial for kids to know about black history, okay? History overall, but black history is very important. A lot of histories are important, okay? That's how I feel. Now, apparently they want to sit up there and tell children that slavery was beneficial to black folks. And and I was thinking to myself, how was it beneficial to us? And then someone said, I believe it was Ron DeSantis. I, that's a whole nother subject. Um, uh, him talking about the, tra- the, the trade and skills and, you know, stuff like that. First of all, it wasn't beneficial, beneficial to, to black folks. It wasn't. They're try- they were trying to survive. That's what they were doing. Okay? That's exactly what they were doing. But it wasn't beneficial. What was beneficial about it besides get what getting killed? 
what 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 was it? Because when I heard that ignorant statement, it it made me mad because it it's wrong. It's completely wrong. Okay, it's completely wrong. Talking about well, they gave they they gave y'all skills like um like uh like um what did like like trades like uh building stuff and stuff like that. What? <laughs> now I know a lot about Black history, but it wasn't it, the stuff that I've read and have continuously read reading. Nothing was beneficial about it. Anytime, this is a crazy thing. Any, it's not crazy, but when I read anything about black history or about um, certain people, because it's well documented. It's documented of, of certain people that were in, the, in, slave, in slave times, what they were feeling and what they were doing at those times. Okay. And nothing was beneficial about it. Anytime I read something about during those times, it just makes me want to cry. Because I, I, my, my, my whole, my whole body, my whole spirit just, 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 I don't even know the words for it. Most of the time I just cry. Most of the time I sit there and I think that um i these people that were born before me my ancestors went through so much to make sure that the next generation and the next generation had had a better outlook in life that's what i see but do i do i think it was beneficial for no, I don't think it was with these the the stories. This is the crazy thing. They could they could they are going to tell these kids. That's why I say Google is free. Because you could look up books, movies, all types of stuff for these kids to to read or read it to them. They need to know the right history about black history they need to know they need to know about certain people just not about knowing the fact these are cru- these are people in those times that changed the world like rosa parks and malcolm x and um uh harriet tubman all of them changed the world they really did they changed the world. Mar, Mar, um, uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. It's just anytime I see what's going on in in like Florida or Texas, Texas, it just you are, you're. These kids are especially this new generation. They need to know, they need to have the right footing. And what you're doing is not the right footing for them. That's why I'm I'm hoping that these parents just sit down with them and teach them the right things. Because what you're teaching them is not the right thing. 
Okay, you banning books, and we and then the crazy thing about this, if you look at that banned books, th- those banned books that they they banned, I don't even know. I haven't. Even, the last time I looked looked at that list, it was like over five hundred books, and if you l- really look at all the books that they're banning, it has a theme. By the way, it really does. It has a theme, you know, like. If it ha- is a connection to black history or a connection with hair or a connection with um, LGBT, it's it's crazy. It really is. These are books and these are some good books, books that when I was looking at the list, I was like, oh, I haven't I haven't seen that book before. I haven't read that book before. You know, shoot, it gave me some ideas to read like, to uh, for my reading list, okay, <laughs> shoot, that helped me out, <laughs> but to do these to these kids is wrong, and searching through libraries and stuff, making sure that these books are not in, in these, it's completely wrong, and he's sitting up there, Ron to say, I want to run for president, <laughs> really, you want to run for president, you're not going to make it. We are. Well, I think people, a lot of people know that already. Okay. They're trying. We're people want to go forward. These, these people want to go backwards and that's, that's completely wrong. And, and that's why voting is important. Okay. It's very important. The people that are not registered or about to be at that age that they can, they need to do it. Okay. It's just, it's very important. It's just like, when I heard that one thing, oh, it's benefit, it was beneficial. (sighs) If you hear me, that's me moving, I'm sorry. But it's just, it's just, the more I think about it, it's not the more frustrated I get. It's the more, oh, I'm worried about this generation, the next generation and the next generation. Because people don't really, a, a lot of people do think about it, but a lot of people don't think about it. What What's going on right now with, because I have said this before, is that a lot of things in my, when I'm a millennial, right? And my mom's generation was telling our generation that, you know, if you go to college and you do all these things, you will have a better life, which is true. Okay. Which is completely true. But with this economy at the moment, you can't really do nothing. You can't, you can't do anything. Most people are still living with their parents, just as, as I am, you know, and this generation is 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 very oppressionable because they're seeing everything they're seeing what 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 other people are doing okay that's why it's crucial to vote okay this economy is crazy okay i've said this several times i'm 33 years old i still live with my mom I can't afford an apartment. Who? This is a crazy day. A one bedroom apartment. I live. I live in California. A one bedroom apartment 
is like almost $2,000. Almost. I think the the cheapest you could probably find is like $1,700. But that's still high. Okay? Plus, you got to pay your other bills, too. So, you easily pay about almost $2,000. That is ridiculous. Okay? And then, if you do find a good... if you In jobs these days are not... Or because the um, wages it is ridiculous, okay? And people wondering why a lot of people are going on strike, okay? I I said that in my first segment. It's just it's ridiculous to me. The more stuff I see, because you know, I'm thir- I'm thirty three years old, and I'm thinking to myself, well, dang. I should be able to do the things I want to do, but I can't because money's tight and this economy sucks (laughs) and it's ridiculous. Okay. It's ridiculous. That's why I'm hoping the next generation have a better, a better, hopefully nothing happens and have a better economy. I understand it will get better eventually, but right now, it's horrible. The market to find an apartment or house is ridiculous. Everything has went up a couple thousand my behind. Thousands and thousands of dollars. Because people keep on saying, and I do believe this too, the rich is getting richer and the poorer is getting poorer. It's, 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 it's not, it's, it's wrong. It's completely wrong. Okay, I just wanted to say that. But when back to what I was talking about before with for with Florida talking saying to their kids that was beneficial, it was beneficial to black people. No, it wasn't. And if you think it was, you are part of the freaking problem. Okay, I want to just talk about that. I hope everyone is having a good day. everyone so this is a tarasha rant and the title of this tarasha rant is adulting the reason why i named it that is because most of the things we're going to say talk about in this segment is have everything to do with adulting okay i could call it some something else but i don't think i'm going to do that <laughs> so being an adult comes with a lot of different aspects a lot okay then you have to take care of yourself personally and mentally. <laughs> okay. So we all know what kind of economy we in right now. Okay. Um, we're in a housing crisis. It's just not the U S other countries are going through it too. Okay. Now minimum wage has not been upped for a while. I think it has a little bit, but it's just not enough. Right. I'm 33. I'm going to do from personal experience. I'm 33 years old. I live with my mom. Okay. I've been living with her ever since I've been born. Okay. And I, when I was 18, I was thinking about moving out, but I was going to college at that time and I couldn't afford it then. And I can't afford it now. But you know what bothers me the most when I see other generations, later generations, look at millennials and they look at us like we're not doing nothing. Okay? 
We are doing, we're chasing our dreams, our careers and stuff like that. Okay. My mom keeps on telling me, which is true because I have looked it up that, you know, if it was the nineties, you could easily get an apartment for like five, $600. Now, if that was the case now, everybody would have been out of their mama's house, but you know, it's just not, it's just not like that. Now, one bedroom apartment now is about 17 to eight, eight, 17 or 17 or eight, uh, 1800. That is ridiculous for one bedroom apartment. Then you have to pay your other bills also. Now, two bedroom apartments, almost $2,000 or more. Okay. That's also ridiculous because you still got to pay your other bills. Now, groceries, groceries keep on going up and up and up. Who the heck paying five gallons I mean, one for one gallon of milk, it's almost like $5. A carton of eggs is almost 3 to $4, depending on where you go. And then bread, if you get, I, I would prefer for people to get the store brand bread because it'd be cheaper. But it depends on your lifestyle. Me particularly, I, I on a calorie deficit, so I usually get the lower calorie bread. When you get the low calorie bread or the low or protein bagels and stuff, I spend about seven dollars on protein bagels, and I also spend about five bucks on uh the low calorie bread. Okay, it's ridiculous. Then you got your meats, your whatever you you know you uh you need for groceries or whatever. I spend about $200 every time I go. And if I need the essentials in the middle of the month, you're talking about $30 to $50. It's ridiculous. It really is. I understand this is all part of being an adult, but plus you got to look, you got to make sure you are okay mentally and physically. Okay. Um, it's, it's ridiculous that I see people all the time, you know, people, these people have families, okay? And as a person that is single and want to get out and have my own apartment and stuff, it is hard. It is very hard, but they want, they want, I see like boot the boomer generation sit up there and want to criticize millennials. Why? No one was criticizing you, <laughs> but y'all had it, y'all had it good, okay? Things were lower then, things are higher now, you know? Parents tell their kids, well, make sure you get good grades, make sure you get good scores on your tests, make sure, you know, you're doing all the things you need, all the requirements you need to get to a good college and all that kind of stuff. You do all that and you get to the point now and you can't afford nothing. It's ridiculous. And people wonder why people still live with their parents. Stop judging people because they live with their parents. There's reasons. It's not like they live with their parents just because they got to live with their parents. Because they, they won't, they just want to and just mooch off their parents. No, most of the time they got jobs. Okay. Now, another thing I've been seeing is a lot of parents take care of their kid, their adult kids. There's reasons for that also. Okay. They take care of them financially because they just can't, they probably do have a job, but they probably don't make enough. 
Okay, that's the thing. People got to understand you don't know what the next person or the next person is dealing with. You know, the the government right now is crazy. Politics, the politics of it all, it is it's it's nuts. Okay? The government want to help us you help us a little bit, but not too much. You know, they don't want to up the 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 thing for like if you're on welfare for like food and stuff they don't want to do that it's it's ridiculous it really is some of the things this is how i see it every time i pop on the news or i'll be on my phone most of the time i'll be on my phone when i get my news but when i'm on my phone and i see all these politicians just talk out of the pop of their behind it's like okay you don't care you don't care about kids and teens and adults and stuff like that and what people go through. You don't care because if you t- cared, you wouldn't be saying half the things you'd be saying. Okay? A lot of things, a lot of politicians, and y'all know which ones I'm talking about. The Ron DeSantis, the Lauren Burberts, all of them, they are not good people. <laughs> Because if they were good people, they wouldn't be doing or doing the things that they'd be doing. Okay? That's the thing. They don't care about kids. Every time I see them in like in a conference or something, we care about your kids. No, you don't. You don't care about kids or people on this earth. All you care about is you and your money. That's all you care about. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be 100% real. All they care, the richer is getting rich and the poor is getting poorer. But do the rich care about the poor? Hex no. But what they're going to do is that they'll, 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 um, they'll, uh, say that they're helping the poor, but they're not. They're not helping the poor. They're just making the poor poorer and poorer. And when they're, with, when families are poor, and and they and these parents want the best for their kids and they see these parents like want the best of them here's the rich just trying to make them even poor it's ridiculous okay it's to me it's evil <coughs> excuse me but it's evil because you sitting up there and you think your life is off like finding dandy and stuff because you got money and stuff like that knowing the fact you got the most skeletons in your closet come on especially don't get me started on lauren burber please don't get me started because this woman had the nerve a couple weeks ago almost a month ago they they gave her they gave her a pin from one of the kids that um that uh was uh passed away uh in a school shooting right this woman threw away the pen in the garbage (laughs) and these people be saying they care about about the kids but get get out of here you don't care about no one else besides yourself and your pockets that's basically it okay but back to the whole adulting thing, it's nuts. It really is. People got two, three jobs just to pay their bills and stuff that they're like, keep up with their lifestyle. A lot of people are trying to maintain, but they can't even do that. 
And then the crazy thing about this, the government sees what what millennials are going through or just people in general are going through, you know? And people, millennials work and work and work because their parents told them, well, that's all you need to do is just work. But look, look at, look at the economy. It's crazy. Look at the economy. Look how people just are and stuff like that. It's just, it's ridiculous. Like the last couple of years, you've really been seeing people's true colors. You really have. And if you, if you let them talk long enough that Beth and believe, best and believe, you, you are definitely going to know what kind of person they are. It's, it's, it's crazy. It really is. I just wanted to talk about adulting because sometimes I, yes, I'm an adult and I wish I was back in high school, but, but it's just like, it's, it's crazy. Cause the older I get, the more clearer it gets. Like, yes, I got to do this and this and this and this and this. The list is long, but it it's ridiculous. It really is because I see because I, there's in my in, in, in for me is that I'm a millennial. My sister is also a millennial and my brother, he is the next generation after millennials. So Gen X, Z, something like that. But it's 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 crazy. It really is. Because there's eleven year difference between me and my um my brother, me and my sister. There's uh not even eleven years, Ooh, about a good. Because she's the oldest, a good maybe, ten, maybe twelve years, something around there. There's gaps between all of three of us, but it's it's we're all in different between me and my sister. We're in the same generation, but. Me and me and actually, I don't even think me and her are in the same generation. We could be. I'm not sure, but you know, everybody is going through it. It's it's crazy. It really is. But I want to talk about that. I hope everyone is having a good day.